Welcome to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. At Village, we seek to be shaped by the life of Christ, to practice authentic friendship, and serve the world. You're invited to join us at either our Mission Campus or our Antioch Campus. For now, we hope you hear a word for your own life in this sermon. Our scripture passage today comes from Paul's letter to the church in Galatia. Be reading from chapter 2, beginning with the 19th verse and reading through the 20th verse. As we come to this passage, let us first join together in prayer. Gracious God, because you are God, it is your word and your word alone that is life for us. And because you are gracious, we trust that even in these moments you will speak to us. Whisper to us your truth, O God, we are here, we are listening. In the name of Christ we pray, amen. Let us listen for God's word for us. For through the law, I have died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Faith is a road trip, a journey, a long walk in the same direction. And as we have said in this series, our road trip is to find an authentic life in an inauthentic world. And from the first words of this series, I have been drawn like filings to a magnet to these words from the Apostle Paul. Uh, These words, I think, provide the destination for our road trip. The Apostle says, it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. Now, I I don't know how your day's gone so far, but I doubt you woke up and looked in the mirror, or if you share coffee with someone, you looked over your coffee and you said, you know, Christ is living in me today. That's kind of weird. But if I understand what Paul is getting at, I, I think what he's telling us is that the more that he looks to Christ the more that it dawns on him that what he's seeing is himself or the self God has created him to be. To say it more plainly, it is Christ who shows us what we're for, what life is about, and that's a huge gift. I think there's a shift that happens with us on our journey. We start out I think most of us, we start out thinking that an authentic life is original, uh, unique. It's set apart in some way or fashion. We make our own path. But what the apostle teaches us and what he realizes in his own life 
is that a real life, an authentic life, is not something that's unique, but it is something that has already been shown to us that the more we are like Christ, the more we are like the self God has created us to be. It's like the words in the song that we just heard, let me walk the way you do, let me learn to choose like you. Novelist Leslie Jameson, she said that when you write a novel, what you hope, what you strive for is to tell a story that's never been told before, to tell a story that's original, that, that is unique, that that's its power, that the worst thing for a novelist is for readers to think, well, I've heard this before. Jameson also struggles with addiction, and that takes her to 12-step meetings, and she said it was there that she learned the power of a different kind of story, not a story that is original or unique, but a story that seems to be universally shared by everybody there. The power of this story is the storyteller knows the struggle that you have faced, the heartbreak that you've experienced, the damage that you have done, the fears that you carry, Leslie Jameson said she went to a meeting with a friend of hers. Her friend went for the first time, and as someone was speaking, her friend leaned over and said, that's me. I feel like I've been listening to the wrong radio station my whole life and didn't know it until this person called my name. I think that's what Paul is getting at, that what he sees in the life of Christ is one who's telling our story who's calling us by name, and he lives in us, that Christ is our home, and he is the one who tells our own narrative. Now, look, that can be intimidating because, well, Jesus is Jesus, and we're not. And at least for me, the, the list that's of the differences between who Jesus is and who I am, well, that list is long and significant. But if I hear in Paul's voice, if I hear it rightly, in his confession of the heart, he's not speaking in a way that he's intimidated, but at rest. He's at rest. He has found home. He's found where he belongs, and it's, it's grace. To say that Christ lives in me says that the love that fashioned the universe, that called the world into being, dwells in you, calls you by name. It, it means your life matters. You don't have to accomplish to matter. You don't have to succeed to matter. You're enough. I need to say this to you today. In these days, which often, so often feel like crisis days, Christ lives in you. The love of God dwells in you, and it's enough. Look, I know you're stressed. Parents are being teachers at home, and you're wishing your kids could go to school, and if you do go to school, you worry about them being at school. There's so many who are facing financial devastation uncertain about tomorrow. 
It's hard to know where to look for mentors these days. Who, who do we look to to, to help us shape uh, a gracious and mature life because so many of our leaders are lacking in character? There are so many who are grieving and so many who are afraid and so many who are brokenhearted. And it's, it's easy to assume, unless we can fix all of that, then our life doesn't have meaning. But that's too much. That's too much. I think what the apostle would, would encourage us to know is that to live an authentic life in an inauthentic world, you just do your part. You just know that Christ lives in you and let the love of Christ breathe in you. That will be enough. A life shaped by that love is enough. Just do that as best you know how. And let God do what God will. And you don't have to be perfect at that. You just, just don't waste it. There's a singer-songwriter named John Craigie. He has a song called Dissecting the Bird. I'm going I'm to try it here. Uh, the, it's not a haunting melody. It's it's not, uh, the musicianship is not demanding, um, and, but the, the song has a, a point that I think is so powerful, so dissecting the bird. You're doing it wrong, dissecting the bird, trying to find the song. It's a miracle that you're here at all. When the candle flickers, when the days get dark, they call them first world problems, but they'll still break your heart. The universe feels like it's against you. Take just a minute to realize all it took to make you. Your parents had to meet. As random as that was and hang out long enough to fall in love and have a baby. Give it your name and all your ancestors and to do the same exponentially backward to the start of life. So much had to happen just exactly right. Sparks had to catch, oceans had to freeze, billions of cells surviving endless disease. Civilizations had to crumble. Wars had to be fought, bad presidents got elected, good presidents got shot. People had to leave, hearts had to be broken. People had to die so that your eyes could open. The universe is not against you. The universe is not against you. It went through a lot just to give you a chance. It must have wanted you pretty bad. No pressure, though. No pressure though. The universe went through a lot, but no pressure, bro. You don't gotta be perfect. You don't gotta be a saint. Just don't waste it. For this was not a mistake. Oh, you're doing it wrong. Dissecting the bird, trying to find the song. It's a miracle that you're here at all. 
Dissecting the bird Trying to find a song It's a miracle That you're here at all You don't have to be perfect You don't have to be a saint Just don't waste it this remarkable life, this incredible world, God has gone through a lot to put you in it. And God has placed God's own heart, God's own love in you. Live that as best you know how. For Christ is alive in you. Do the best with that as you are able. You don't have to be perfect. Just don't waste it. Pray with me. Gracious God, we believe, help our unbelief. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.